Bible says, for indeed we have had good news preached to us. Is it not true? Yes. There's good news preached to us each and every week. And the Bible says, um, just as they also, but the word they heard did not profit them because it was not united or mixed with by faith in those who heard. So tell your neighbor you must hear and mix your hearing with faith. And the word of God will profit you. Amen. To profit means that it will, it will bear much fruit in your life. The Bible says 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold. Amen. Um, so just as, just as Jesus was um, in his hometown, there was lots of familiarity. And uh, the Bible says that he, he, was, he was amazed at their unbelief. The Son of God Himself was in Maitland, Garden Village, Kensington, Delft, and He could not do any miracle there because uh, they, they, did not, they did not believe in Him and they did not have faith in what He was saying. So it shows us the power of familiarity, but we pray that the spirit of familiarity will be broken in our lives and in your life. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So as we prepare our hearts and our minds... Let us, and we're also going to sing a powerful song um, that they're going to play on the screen as we introduce Pastor. And let us put our hands together for our Pastor Edgar Michael. Amen. together. Father, we pray that you will bless this time around your word. Your word is life to us. Your word is our food. In your word is your wisdom. In your word is your power. In your word is your love expressed to every one of us. Help us to take your word serious as we take out the mirror of God 
and that we, through this mirror, will be transformed from glory to glory and to the kind of people you love us to be. Bless our church and bless the word and anoint me in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What a powerful service and what a wonderful time we are enjoying in the presence of God. You must not miss church. God's heart is at his church. The Lord loves his church. If you don't belong to a church, you're outside of an environment that great things can happen in your life. Amen. You are not where God wants you to be. You must love God's church. The church is the bride of our Lord Jesus Christ. There's nothing he loves more than the church, the bride of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's also the body of Christ. Are you a member of the body of Christ? You must be born again to become a member of the body of Christ. Those who are not born again are going to hell. They are lost. They are slaves of Satan. They believe the lies of the devil. They believe not God. Amen. Amen. So this is the word of the Lord. We pray God that he will bless the word that we preach this morning. This morning I'm preaching about let's fight for the presence of God. Let's fight for the manifest presence of God. The word manifest is um, visible presence. God is invisible. You cannot see him. What Pato was now testifying about is God visible. God became visible. He was addicted to smoking and other things, but coming here, he himself is astonished. He's being set free. And all of us are testimonies of God's visible presence. So as the chorus said, it is no secret what God can do. In other words, if you go lost and you go to hell, it was no secret what God can do. You just wanted to hold unto the devil and unbelief. Okay? Unbelief makes God cripple. He can do nothing for you if you don't have faith. And if you say, but how can I get faith? Faith comes by hearing the word of God and obeying the word of God. As you obey the word of God, you'll see the power of God and the wisdom of God display in your life. Amen. So our main preaching will come out of Ephesians chapter 6, how you develop as a soldier to fight. But the message is, let's use it, Ephesians 6, how to fight and stand for the manifest presence of God. Hallelujah. The manifest 
or the tangible presence of God. A presence you can feel, that you can say, I feel God. I sense God. I know God is in this place and God is in my life. I feel Him. I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my blood. I can feel God is with me. I know He is with me. So it's the manifest, tangible, glorious presence of God. The word glory tells you God can do what nobody else can do. Like Pato just testified, struggling to leave alcohol and uh, nicotine. Suddenly, it's gone. Hallelujah. We went on a tour in 2015 to Israel. And in our team, there was a lady uh, belonged to the Roman Catholic Church, but she was born again. Amen. And she was a chain smoker. She cannot go without smoking, yet she was born again, but she could not. And the uh, first morning in Israel, because Israel has also got a presence of God. It's called the Holy Land. It's called God's land. God's city is there, Jerusalem. Hallelujah. And the next morning, she came and she told with tears running, she said, I have no desire to smoke anymore. The desire to smoke is gone. A chain smoker. The next morning, she cried again. She said, I cannot believe it's completely gone. Hallelujah. So the word glory, is the, it means God can do in a few seconds what doctors must do for months in helping you. Amen. Amen. For instance, John chapter 2, where... Uh, Jesus changed, changed water into wine. The Bible will tell you there that the Lord showed his glory when he did this. And the word glory means God's, God can cut out time and process in your healing. Hallelujah. Verse 10 and verse 11 of John chapter 2. Now you need to know, to change, to get water to wine, take months. Okay, they take grapes, they press it out, they have to let it lie there and to ferment and to move over and add alcohol and all of that. It takes months. But to do it, in a few seconds, tells you the process is taken out of this transformation. The time factor is taken out this transformation. That's the glory of God. That's the glory of God. In other words, you must trust God even today. He can do for you that 
which will take months, that will take years. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. He can show you your husband now in a moment time. Praise the Lord. Amen. Who shouted so loud? Even me saying that, uh, we, we are very sad that uh, our people of Delft cannot be here in Belhar, and some because of the taxi strike. But um, uh, before I go further about a life partner, <laughs> I don't want to spoil the sister's joy over that side. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Yes. Uh, let me just call you up uh, while I was sitting there. God said to me, many of your people don't listen to your preaching after you preached. Amen. We, do we have the podcast there? You have to listen to the preaching. Amen. Listen to it in your car, before home cell, or even after if you didn't have time. You, and you can press the pause button. Amen. But you have to listen. Listen, I'm giving you your keys to become a strong Christian and to develop into a soldier. Because, let me tell you, the world is going crazy and time's going to become more tougher. And you have to stand your ground yourself. Amen. You, as I said, I cannot babysit you all the time. We're here for those up to three years old. After that, we'll just give wisdom and advice here and there. But you have to fight and be strong in the Lord. You have to listen to preaching. Hallelujah. Like uh, something went wrong with our decoder. I have to go to DSTV. But on my way, listening to the conference in Ghana. Hallelujah. My phone, I'm listening. Hallelujah. While sitting there, sitting more than an hour, Mikael went with me holding my hand there. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> he had to explain them what's wrong with the decoders and all of that. But so he said he need to leave. He cannot wait anymore. But days I was sitting there. I don't have earphones, but I was listening to the preaching. Don't want to miss anything as Bishop was preaching. It was so a transformation, so impartation. Now I'm commanding you to, especially the first day of the conference, it's a long preaching. I think Bishop preached four hours or so. Hey, that's the bishop. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, some of you need a break. You can just go, relieve yourself, and come back. But we're moving forward. Hallelujah. Amen. Bishop called it a wee-wee break. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. But what I'm saying is, you must get used to such environment. Amen. You must listen to preaching. I command you to listen to that sermon. 
it's very, very powerful. Don't worry, sister. I'll, don't forget about uh, the, the getting your life partner. Praise the Lord. Amen. Peter was preaching out of this book, A Good General. I'll get back to it now. Praise the Lord. But to get back to my sister's hallelujah. <laughs> yes. He can give you what you were praying for in the moment of time. I remember I was praying all the years for the right person to come my way. And one day, me and a one of my disciples, we were standing at OK Bazaar in, at the uh, town center in Mitchell's Plain. And here three or four ladies came and greeted us. He knows them very well. Okay, and as they left, I asked him, who is that person? Tell me more. It was Lady Pastor Leticia. Praise the Lord. Amen. So you can see in a moment of time, this is it. Wow, this is it to the glory of God. Hallelujah. If you want more to hear more about that, be here next week. <laughs> Amen. Therefore, I said, Bella is not here. I need to keep some stuff that they can hear too. Praise the Lord. Amen. But here in the changing of the water to wine, the time factor is gone. It takes months. And a, this, is a, this is the good wine. The Bible says the best. You kept the best for last. Wow. Praise God. And the Bible says they saw his glory. And they believed in him. In other words, this is his first miracle. His first miracle. They said, wow. And they believed in him. So we are fighting for the manifest presence of the Lord. For the tangible presence of the Lord. We are fighting for his glory. Amen. We want to see his glory. We're fighting, is it number four, for the fire of God. Hallelujah. I'll give you now five kinds of fires of God in the Bible. Praise the Lord. I'm reading this and then I'll speak more about the conference. And uh, they said to him, every man serve the good wine first. And when the people have drunk freely, then he serves the poorer wine. But you have kept the best wine or the good wine until now. Verse 11. This beginning of his signs, this beginning of his miracles, Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory. It became visible and his disciples believed in him. Give the Lord praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So the conference was mainly Bishop preached out of this book, a good general. That's a leader of an army to the glory of God. And Christ is the best general. And your pastor is following him. So you cannot stay a sissy.
you must develop into a soldier. A soldier takes pain. A soldier takes discomfort. A soldier can go without food. A soldier, even if the, uh, uh, you get home, the stove doesn't work and you cannot uh, make food, for instance, and you don't have money to buy food, but we are back here maybe, say, three o'clock. You come here with hunger. Amen. Bodily hungry. It's a soldier. Amen. It's a soldier. If somebody hurt you, you push it aside. The Lord will solve it. I need to move and march forward. Amen. Soldier take, whether it's a pain, he stands up and fight. My dad used to say, <laughs> some nation, I don't want to go, it's like the arm, one arm can be off, but they will still fight. My dad used to speak of one nation that are fierce fighters. Praise the Lord. The Lord. Paul was in prison, but still he was fighting. Hallelujah. He was not, even Philippians, is, he repeat about four times, rejoice in the Lord. But he wrote it out of, from prison. He was in prison when he wrote Ephesians, Colossians. Philippians and Colossians and Ephesians. It doesn't smell those book of moaning and don't people care for me? Where are you? No, he was a general to the glory of God. And David was such a general. Therefore, David was a man after God's heart. Hallelujah. Now I say to you, Soldiers follow commands. Praise the Lord. Soon I'll preach to you again laws that governs the lives of soldiers. One of the laws is they follow commands. Not ideas, not opinions. And we are developing you to become such a Christian. And it all starts by the cross. That you understand the love of the Lord for you and how much what he paid for your salvation. And that love and what you see in the cross should cause you to surrender your everything to the Lord. I just listened or, 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 or read how a young man, he was in love with a girl. But when the revival broke out, he went as a missionary to a other nation and he told her there won't be any marriage and it's over I'm giving my life to serve the Lord the tears at the harbor but he greeted and he left and she never saw him again and his words was I love him who died for me too much I'll go and preach the gospel. I speak of such kind of commitment. I speak of such kind of surrender. That even your wife or your family or your husband cannot take the place of Christ Jesus. 
they don't have heaven for you. They could not save you from hell. They could not deliver you from Satan, who is a fierce, evil enemy. You love Christ supremely. You love him with all your life in the name of Jesus. There were women who stayed celibate, who stayed virgins, go out and work for God. We don't go, we won't uh, 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 go the way of the Roman Catholics. They made all of you nuns. <laughs> okay, but what I'm saying is, it's a, even Paul did not marry. If Paul should have married, he could not have traveled so much. He would have had a wife that complained, that says we must have a house. I cannot live like this. Then in a suitcase, then and stay in a suitcase or a haversack with few pens and stuff. And then on the ship, then in cold, and then in warm places, then fasting, but was completely committed to Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, I wish everybody can be like me, but everybody don't have the same gift. Amen. He was blessed to the glory of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Someone is married and it's not going well, Feel, I wish I can get out of this. <laughs> what a sock. <laughs> what a sock. But what I'm saying is, the book is about the good general. Let me just look at one or two things. that be. The atmosphere of war. You must know what is the, at the atmosphere of war. It's smoke around you, it's blood, it's weeping, it's crying, it's hardly rejoicing. The atmosphere of war. Wow. Then Bishop says, the business of war is to take territory. Amen. In other words, we, 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 we're training you to be soldiers to take off. From the devil which belonged to him. To take people out of hell and out of sin and out of the clutches and control of the devil. And also the business of war is not only to take ground but to defend ground. Praise God. To defend ourselves. Now the weapons in Ephesians chapter 6 I'm going to give you is to defend yourself. I'll give you some other times about the weapons of attack. But it's just to stand your ground. Praise the Lord. To stand on the ground of your boldness. You don't lose your boldness. To stand on the ground of your prayer life. You don't lose your prayer life. To stand on the ground of your health. You don't allow yourself to become sick. You fight. You say through the wounds of Jesus. I am healed. And your boldness. The devil wants to take. Your freedom for Jesus away that you cannot say in the, uh, in the, uh, uh, for the special in the uh, uh, shop to say, praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Somebody said, oh, we're very lucky. You say, no, we're not lucky. We're blessed. But you cannot do that because the devil has robbed you of your boldness. Amen. Like uh, standing in the post office, two elderly ladies uh, the, uh, the guy behind says, how are you? They said, no, we, we're fine. 
He asked me, I said, I'm blessed. They turned around. They turned around and looked and, and, and thought, well, what is this? And then I said, yes, I am blessed. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Because, listen, one of the major things is to be free, to be friendly. Hallelujah. To love, to be happy and rejoicing in the name of the Lord. To tell somebody, the Lord has got a very good life for you. The best of life. That's all I want to say. And it's only to be found in Jesus Christ. Another chapter in this book is to maintain the aim. In other words, you don't lose why we are here. Amen. You don't lose the fact, why am I saved? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. A chapter is here, if you become a defender, you are a loser. You can never just defend as a Christian. I, I'm not going there. I cannot go there. Uh, the don'ts and munis and kani. No, you cannot love Christianity. No, we don't go to nightclubs. No, we don't watch that. No, we, no you, you are losing. You must be under attack. Praise God. Amen. You are not a loser. The, the chapter is you are a loser if you just defend. My God. Then the economy of war. War is very expensive. It demands a lot of money. For us to get these TVs demands a lot of money. For us to be in this building demands a lot of money. Amen. For our cars and our petrol, it demands money. War is costly. Amen. Do you know how much... It costs for a plane and a, and a tank and all. It's a lot of money. Amen. So we need to use the Lord's money also sparingly. Then another chapter is you must have unity on all levels. Therefore, we don't want any disloyal person and a, a disloyal heart, whether it's at the Sunday school, whether it's at the youth, whether it's at the the uh, adult youth, whether it's among the ladies. No, we don't. Listen, if you persist with being disloyal, get yourself a other church. Please. If you're not happy here, don't, don't spread your seerheid and your ongelukkigheid on us. Amen. Get yourself a place where people receive your lemons and your... Your, 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 your bad perfume. Amen. Praise the Lord. But we want unity on every level. On every level. And we'll fight all spirits of disloyalty. Amen. Next week I will have that, because I wanted to, but Bell and them, they are not here. I wanted to say what we, the disloyal books that Bishop have. That we fight against all of this. And I wanted to call people forward. Stand there with. Hey. What book? The first book is. The first book is. One of you is a devil. I say okay. There's the book. Brother Peter. You stand. You stand there with that book. And uh, those who are proud. Somebody else stand. Those who take offense, those who leave you, those who are ignorant, that we stand here, everyone with a book. 
Hallelujah. To say we are fighters against these evils in the church. Hallelujah. Bishop Degg is a good general. He every conference he preaches against disloyalty because it's one of the major things how the devil stifle growth and break up churches. Amen. Your bad attitude as you serve and coming from the kitchen or cleaning or do your bad face. I, we don't want people like that here. Amen. If you cannot obey the general, then get somewhere else for you, a good place. Praise the Lord. Because you stifle our growth. Amen. Amen. We have seen that if people leave God, send twice that amount of people here. Amen. You and your wife leave, here comes five couples. Praise the, I'm telling you the truth. It's our experience. You're never going to injure God's work. Amen. You are privileged to serve the Lord. We leave that for next week. One of you. John chapter 6 verse 17. Jesus said to them, Did I myself not choose you? In other words, all of you who came here, you came like Pato, you came, you say, the Lord led me here. I want to be here. The Lord brought me here. How come that you turn into a devil? Any house goes, and any person goes through four seasons. Sometimes we've got winter in our church. Sometimes it's autumn. Sometimes it's spring. Sometimes, most of the times, it's summer here. Amen. Like in Ghana, it's summer. In Ghana, they don't have windows, uh, glass like that. It's just railings. I'm telling you the truth. Their buildings, there's no windows, uh, glass, because it's so warm there. And the first time we went to Ghana, the, we came there past 12 the morning. It was night the morning. As I walked out of the airport, I said, who switched the oven on? Really, it's like you're walking into an oven. You say, oh my God. Phew. Amen. And that's at night. Wow. But I'm saying to you, Jesus said, did I myself not choose you, the twelve? Yet one of you is a devil. My God. Tell you, say this after me. I don't want to become a devil. In the house of God. God forbid that I am used by Satan in the house of God. It won't be good for me and for my future. Trying to harm the children of God and the work of God. My Lord, praise God. More of that next week. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I was busy with this book. What a powerful book. Hey. A good general identifies dangerous enemies by their lies. Means of licht as a dangerous enemy. We were raised by our parents, or at least my parents said, those who lie steal. 
Okay? If you are a liar, you're also somebody that steals. My God, you identify dangerous enemies by their lies. Hey, this is training people to become a good general. It says also you identify spies in the house of God. People that feed your enemies outside. Amen. People that's in the church, but as soon as church finishes, they're in contact with people who are enemies of God's church. They're spying. And those people want to know, formally, when they were closer to you, hi, pastor, hello, man of God, lady pastor. Now they speak, what did I speak? Wie is hij? Wie is hij? Sy weet mos hy wat gepreek het. Wie is hy? Hey! My God, you are, I find you dangerous enemies. A good general has a surprise for every surprise. Amen. Amen. You think you surprise me? Amen. We have a surprise too for you. Amen. Amen. One day, uh, this is the only example I can give. One day, there, you know, few, uh, there were people that left us and fighting us. And then we were all the time warning people not to be in contact with them. Then this lady in our church had a birthday. When I walk into the place of the party, there were all those that were our enemies sitting there. It was a huge surprise. It was a huge. Do you agree with me? It's a huge surprise. That was the Saturday, the Sunday morning. I had a surprise. Amen. When I came into the church, I saw there she's sitting. I said to her, please stand up. You must leave immediately. I call her outside, leave immediately. She was surprised. She was surprised. Amen. So a good general has a surprise for everyone who wants to surprise him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I think that gives you a good understanding. Hallelujah. A good general is worth more than thousands of believers. I'll read you next week. The Bible says, David went to war with Israel, leading the war. And then he became very tired in the fighting. And the Bible says, the enemy in the Philistine, there was one person that made up his mind in the Philistines. He's not going to fight against anybody else. He just want to kill David. That's his main aim in battle. And nearly he killed David. Because David was very tired. Then the soldiers the, around David stop. And he says, you better go home. Because you are more than all of us. Please go home and rest. He said to David. He says, if you die... The light in Israel goes out. Wow. If you die, the light in Israel will go out. Do you value your pastor 
and you, his wife like that as the light for you. Listen, I've seen how a colleague of mine, life, he was the lead pastor and I under him, how his life fell apart. And there were so many young men and ladies and people for ministry. They, all their lives fell apart because he fall, fell apart. All their lives, I, I, I see sometimes some of them and I feel so much pain. My Lord, hallelujah. Are you blessed? A, a good general fight on four levels. Hallelujah. Amen. It's all here in the good general. Let us get an appetite for, for the war as I am on there. That first, second Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11. So that no advantage would be taken of us by Satan. For we are not ignorant of his schemes. This is a very, very powerful verse. Hey, none of us like people must take advantage of us. Is it so? They say, but this person has fooled me. I, I, I invested my money. And he fooled me. He took completely advantage of me. Satan will take advantage of you if you're ignorant of his schemes, of his plans, of the way he goes about. He will take advantage of you. So don't be ignorant. Praise God. When we speak of disloyalty and the devil breaking up churches, it's because we are not ignorant. People don't like you must preach again uh, about loyalty because they feel, are you building a cult that we cannot leave here? No. Amen. Bishop also so if you want to build a mega church, hello, a mega church, you must let your people know they must be committed. Hallelujah. And then he used these examples to show if you are part of a building, you are a brick in the wall. How can we just remove the brick? You, you are weak in the wall. Amen. So every person in the wall must be loyal. Is it so? Amen. The church is not only a building. The church is a body. Is it so? So how would you like I take out your kidney? One, just one kidney. So we cannot just say, we, we take you out. You must be loyal to the body. We cannot just decide we're going to take off this ear. No, you, 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 you don't let us look good. My God. Amen. We cannot take out one eye or two eyes. Then we cannot see. So because you're part of a body. Hallelujah. You know, colored people always speak... English, I say a very rich man was driving through, is it Born Devil? I think Born Devil is. And he saw a very good quality horse. But the horse was neglected. 
and the horse looked very slender, underfed. And he said to this guy, I'll buy the horse. Because he could see the, the, it's a thoroughbred. And the guy said to him, but the horse don't look bad. The, the, the horse, uh, it looked bad. It don't look good. So he said, I can see it don't look good. And then he, he paid the guy the money. After three weeks, he came back to the guy with the horse. He says, but the horse sight, the horse is blind. He said, I told you, it, it, it don't look good. The, the horse don't look good. My God. What a shock. Amen. But I'm trying to show you why you must be loyal. You're part of the building. You're part of the body. You're part of a tree. We cannot just cut off branches like anything. You are rooted here. If you want to grow in God, you cannot pull out the roots of a plant and go and plant him somewhere, and then take out the roots and go somewhere else. No, you are rooted here to the glory of God. Amen. You're part of an army. In the army, you learn all the tricks and where is our power. Now you go and leave us with all that knowledge. My God, praise the Lord. Here we are, we read the scripture. So that no advantage would be taken. Say to yourself, say with me, I won't allow Satan to take advantage of me. He wants to make a fool of me. But I know his schemes. I know his plans. I will I overcome him in Jesus' name. So okay, so the, the read with me. Say so that. No advantage would be taken of us by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his schemes. First, Second Corinthians chapter four, chapter ten, verse from verse three or four. It says, "Yeah, we in a war." Hallelujah! For though we walk in the in this body, we are in this body, but our war is spiritual. That's what it's saying. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. But we war. Amen. We're in a war. We're in a war against this world. This world is anti-God. If you're not safe, you're part of the world. Amen. You, you, you hate the church. You don't like God. You don't like prayer. You don't like children of God. Amen. You, we're in a war. Praise the Lord. And then verse 4 says, For the weapons, say our weapons, are spiritual. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Hallelujah. Amen. Look what the King James verse. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. It's not guns, it's not knives, it's not bombs. It is spiritual. But our weapons are mighty 
Mighty through God. The word through God means if it's filled with the Holy Spirit, it amplifies. Amen. My voice is just like that. But this amplify it. Amen. If we turn it louder, we can speak to people far away. Amen. Many times we had open air in garden village. The people here in Maitland were complaining. And also think of it. Amen. A people in pilots. The police came. What is the police? Hallelujah. But the weapons we have through the Holy Spirit in us, it amplifies. Amen. It is mighty through God to the pulling down. A stronghold is an area where the devil reigns with thick walls around. He says, nobody's going to come in here. But our weapons are strong to break down strongholds. Verse 5. Our weapons cast down imaginations. Do you, see, do you see where the war is? The war is in the mind of people. The way they think. Their imaginations. And every high thing that exalts itself. Against what is the devil's Plans in them against the knowledge of God. Amen. And, and our weapons bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Hallelujah. It brings it down to the obedience of Christ. And verse 6 is very powerful. Paul says, and we are ready to punish all disobedience. In other words, the church can deal with all disobedience against God when our obedience is complete. Praise God. When we obey God fully, we can deal with all other disobedience. The problem is with us. We must obey God Fully. Hallelujah. James chapter 4. Let's read from verse 4 and see one of our enemies is the world. And anyone who flirts with the world become an adulteress because you belong to the Lord. Now you have fellowship and intercourse with the world. That's what that word adulteresses mean. You adulteresses. Do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility towards God? Amen. Do you hear? It's, in other words, it is against God because the world is against God. The churches of the world that don't preach you must be born again. They are hostile towards God. Amen. Whether it's Roman Catholic Anglicans, Enchi, wherever people go with Bibles and they are not born again, they are against God. They don't like us. They don't like Jesus. But they're serving a God after their liking. Amen. Friendship with the world is hostility toward God. There's a question mark. Do you know that? Do you know that? Amen. If you have friends with the world and you cannot speak to them about Jesus, 
invite them to church. They are busy controlling you. They are busy manipulating you. Further, therefore whoever wishes to be a friend of the world, make himself an enemy of God. This is us. This is a verse. Very powerful. Amen. Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world, make himself an... Listen, I'm building to give you the seven plus one weapons of defense. Amen. It's all in Ephesians chapter 6. I'll read now Ephesians chapter 6. Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world, make himself an enemy of God. Verse 5. Or do you think that the scripture speaks to no purpose? He jealously desires the spirit which he has made to dwell in us. Can, you give, can I give you a summary of that verse? It means the Holy Spirit jealously desire to have you completely for Jesus. Amen. The Holy Spirit. God is a jealous God. His name is jealousy. I one day preached to you about God's jealousy. My God, it's powerful. It let you feel very safe. Is he here jealous with me? Hey, is jealous with you. Amen. Wow. God is jealous. Amen. He's jealous over you. He wants you completely for himself. And he will fight anything that steals your heart away from him. Amen. He'll fight them. Praise the Lord. Whether it's a job, he'll fight the job. The job is stealing your heart away from God. Tafel words you weg. Oh, pastor. Ik denk ze moet al lang job gelossen. That job keeps you away from, and maybe by the job there's a guy flirting with you. My God, praise the Lord. It's over. Hallelujah. Say the Lord is jealous over me. Can you believe it? Say, can you believe it? The Lord is jealous over me. This, say with me, the Spirit of God that dwells in me. He wants me completely to belong to Jesus. Verse 6. Hallelujah. But he gives a greater grace. Therefore it says God is opposed to the proud. But gives grace to the humble. There is great grace if you humble yourself. Great, the word grace means great divine help. That you don't deserve. You don't qualify for it. Grace. Great grace. If you humble yourself. You say, that's me. My heart is not completely the Lord's. I humble myself. Verse 6. But God is opposed to the proud. Amen. If, if you are full of pride. Hey, Bishop preach. And he says, we all struggle with pride. Even him having that high position, he will tell Bishop Saki second in command and others. He will ask them many times, am I proud? 
am I beginning to become proud? Wow. Amen. Fra iman. Don't say, Pastor, I will hear the answer word. Am I proud? Wow. Submit therefore to God. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. I always read this verse with astonishment. To think, Brother Pato, the devil himself will get scared of you and run away. Not even his demon. Not even his fallen angel. The devil himself. The key is submit to God. Come under God's word. That's the key. Just as the traffic up, skinny man stops big trucks and let a long queue of trucks and people stand. You say, look at him. He's so skinny. It's because he submitted to the government and the army of South Africa. You touch him. The army will come and take you out. The police force will come and take you out. Amen. So when you submitted to God, the devil is not scared so much of you. It's the power that's behind you. The power that's behind you to the glory of God. Let's read the scripture further. Amen. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. And purify your hearts, you double-minded. Wow. Be miserable and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy to gloom. That's because you don't repent. Then it says, humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord. And he will exalt you. Hallelujah. Will say, hoe kom, what a humble yourself in the presence of the Lord. The King James would say in the sight of what? Verse 10. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. I mean, in the sight of the Lord means God knows everything about you. Who could say for you so? Vonalak. Amen. Say, here, he can for me. Niemand ken my, soos jy vir my ken. I humble myself. How, in fact, I just read how in a mighty revival, a young man prayed, they heard him pray. He says, God, I am so sinful. Yell is too good for me. Wow. Listen. When the Spirit of God starts to move, you must expect us all to humble ourselves. Um, the sign of a mighty move of God is people repent. Just, God just said to me this morning, just don't do damage when that kind of anointing comes. Do you hear me? It comes only. 
vir Jason gaat sê, hy is een looie, nou sê ek om, Jason, my onnatitie besalwe, is eindelijk ek wat hy ou dood gemaakt het, sy sê, o heren, help my, listen, I'm just trying to describe to you, how the devil can use something that's good, and use it for his glory, do you hear me, amen, Amen. Amen. Sê kan nou nie. Gaat kloom goed praat. Because I'm, I'm telling, I'm just warning you. This anointing will come. Amen. There are things in your heart that nobody knows about. But you've repented. It's washed away. It's gone. But to humble you. It will come down like a ton of bricks. See, dat bid sê soos die jongman gebid het. Die jou is te goed vir my. Heere, I'm so wicked. Hey, do you know you're in Africa? Men that slept with over hundred of women. Do you know what's going on? And when somebody like that comes to the Lord and there comes this presence, he can never go to all of that women and phone and check them and say sorry. He come on a man so will do it man. He in the kick. Do you follow me? Let's get to the weapons of defense. Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10. I'll run through 7 plus 1. Hallelujah. Why don't pastors say eight? Because the eight one is the cherry on the cake. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But let's first run through them and that you know when I give them in a certain order. Because I'm going to share with you how you develop into a soldier. And let me at the beginning tell you how you develop. And I'll read to you out of Job before I run through it. Because when a person is born, Coming out of the mother's womb, you come with your head first. Is it so? Amen. You come with your head first. So the first thing as you're born as a soldier is the helmet of salvation. Amen. Praise God because you're born now to become a soldier. But let me first run through them and then I'll read to you in Job where it says, when you get saved, there's a hedge around you. Well, let's read first that before we get into Ephesians. Hallelujah. Are you there with me? Are you with me? Job chapter 1 verse. Let's read. Is it from verse? Let's first read verse 1. Job. Hallelujah. And I want to show you what kind of person Job was. Look, look here what kind. And, uh, and because of Job's, Job, how we live, he draw the attention of the devil. Hey, in fact, God draw his attention, the devil's attention to Job. Hey, we wouldn't like God to do that. Amen. There was a man... In the land of Uz, whose name was Job. And that man was blameless. Upright. Fearing God. 
and turning away from evil. What a testimony. What a testimony that people can say, that's a holy girl, that's a holy woman, that's a holy man. Amen. He won't steal. You can leave the stuff here. He won't steal. He's a holy man. Praise God. You believe that's possible? It's possible. Hallelujah. In fact, Brother Brandt, who was a vagrant, a bechian, uh, before he came to the Lord, God saved him beautifully. Then we went on holiday. I asked him to look after my house. Access to all the rooms and everything. My brother, when he phoned me while we in Eisner, I told him, Brother Bran is taking care of my house. Because they grew up and know Brother Bran. He said, Edgar, how can you do something like that? How can you do something like that? I said, don't worry. Then my two sons, we, they wanted the, the Sony portable TV to play their games. Because we had no space or whatever to take it with. So I sent Brother Leon Small to go fetch the portable TV at my house. He came there, he phoned me. He's, and Brother Bran knows him very well. We were serving God together. He said, Brother Bran says, you don't take anything here out of this house. He refused that they take the TV. They had to phone me. And I had to let Brother Bran know, you can send the TV. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What a test. Give the Lord praise for Brother Bran. Hallelujah. Verse 8 and 10. This is the devil's complaint. Oh God, verse 8. And look what the, that was God introducing Job to Satan. The Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? For there is no one like him on the earth. A blameless, upright man, fearing God and turning away from evil. We're reading. Where's verse 9? Then Satan answered the Lord, Does Job fear God for nothing? You know what, what, what he's saying? It's going well with him, therefore he's serving you. Wow, the next verse. Have you not, and this is Satan's complaint. He's already checked out Job. He says there's a wall around him. I've tried to touch him, but there's a wall around him. I'm telling you, when you serve the Lord and you grow up in the Lord, there is special protection around you. But when you become a soldier, the Lord takes the protection away. Hey, when, before you go to school first time, you are protected by your mommy and daddy. When you go to school, the reason why, not today anymore, because the preschool and all of that, but hey, when my day when you go to school, what is grade one? It's your first time you leave mommy and daddy's house. The cries and the weeping 
When mommy leave your hand, you say, my God. And mommy cries more than you cry. Hey, I've, Nicholas, Michaelet, guys from, they grown up today in Garden Village. I, they, he, he was crying for weeks. When I drop Mikael, he's standing outside. <laughs> no, not Mikael, this guy, crying. Hey, I thought, when will he get over this? I'm describing you when God develop you as a soldier. And you come out of the womb of the church. And you develop into a soldier. The Lord, look what Satan complained. Have you not made a wall or a hedge about him? And his house. And all that he has. In every side. Listen, the devil have tried the back door. The back fence. He says, there's no way. You have blessed the work of his hands. And his possessions has, it have increased in the land. My God, look what Satan all knows about you. You are blessed. Let's read till verse 12. But put, now he said to God, but put forth your hand now and touch all that he has. And he will surely curse you to your face. Then the Lord said to Satan, behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not put forth your hand on him. So Satan departed from the presence of the Lord. My God. And it's after that that Job lost his house, his, his cattle, everything. After that, do you know, Job was still praising the Lord. My God. Let's read Job chapter 2. From verse 3 to 10. Are you blessed by the preaching? Amen. Amen. I'll run through our weapons. After Job have done a lot of damage. He came back to God. God says, did you see? He didn't deny me. He believes in me. Hallelujah. So Satan said, those are the things. But if you touch him. He will curse you. I'm speaking of faith in God. Amen. Amen. Listen, there's nothing bad that God wishes for any one of us. Nothing bad. It all comes from the devil. The Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? For there is none like him on the earth, blameless, upright, fearing God and turning away from and still he holds fast his integrity, although you incited me against him to ruin him without cause. Satan answered the Lord and said, skin for skin. Yes, all that a man has, he will give for his life. However, put forth your hand now and touch his bone and his, and his flesh and he will curse you to your face. Let's read first 10. So the Lord said, behold, he is in your power. Only spare his life. He 
Sie sehen, Pastor, was hat uns verurteilt? It's in the Bible. Amen. Then Satan went forth from the presence of and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his feet to the crown of his head. And he took a potsa to scrap himself while he was sitting among the ashes. Then he's, hey, here comes, here comes. <laughs> then his wife said to him, do you still hold fast? Your integrity curse God and die. But he said to his wife, you speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God and not accept adversity? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. Give the Lord praise. For brother Job, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think it's Job chapter 2. Is it verse 24? Let's read there. Hallelujah. It's verse 2, 3, verse 25. And then I'll run through the preaching. Amen. Job said, For what I fear came upon me, and what I dread befalls me. You know what caused this? Is Job's fear. Job all the time was fearing that trouble will come his way. Write down this what I'm saying. Fear attracts the devil. And fear creates evil. Just like faith activates God and faith brings the good. Amen. Now, after 9-11, I heard George Bush, the president of the United States of America, because it was a terrorist. To terror means to instill fear, to cause terror, terrible stuff. This was what he said. There's nothing you must fear than fear itself. Amen. 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 It's a terrible lesson. Even the COVID. We were just speaking yesterday when we had to walk with masks. It was a spirit of fear everywhere. As you walk into the supermarket, as you get into everywhere, it's like death hanging everywhere. Hospital. When people go to hospital, it's like you greet them, they're going to die. That's the way the devil works, through fear. Now I show you how to stand against all the weapons of Satan. Ephesians chapter 6. Let me just read it and then I'll run that you can see. I'll show you the weapons, but I'll give you in the order of how you develop as a soldier. First thing in war, Ephesians 6 verse 10, you must stay strong in the Lord. Amen. You must look after your spirit man. You must stay. Don't become backslidden. Don't become a weakling. 
Be strong in the Lord. Amen. That's how Job attracted the attention of the devil. He was strong, blameless. Fear God, strong in the Lord. Amen. Because the devil don't need to attack you. Your own carnal nature attack you. The world attack you. But once you're strong, here comes the devil. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God. And I'm going to show you seven plus one. The full armor to defend yourself. Can we have uh, the King James verse 11? Hallelujah. Put on the whole armor of God. That you may be able to stand. That's the first time you get the word. Stand for what is rightfully yours. Against the vials of the... That word vials, Pastor Lamb told me what is vials. If you have a crowbar. And you struggle to get this piece of wood away from this. A crowbar is a thing. You, 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 you just put it as soon as it gets a gap. Then you can lift. The vials mean Satan looks for a gap. And this what is tight. You can lift it up. Do you hear me? He looks for a place. You, you hear me, Tommy? The crowbar That's Pastor Lamb. Amen. Put on the whole arm of God that he may be able to stand against the vials of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against princip- these other forces of Satan's kingdom. Principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Verse 13. Therefore, take up the full, therefore, because this kingdom of darkness is over us, therefore, put up the full armor of God so that you will be able, the King James, please, so that you would be able to withstand. That's the second time the word stand. Do you have that? And if we're a monisus eco piscovis, ek trek a lane da, he call me out, what he lane a transevere, trek zevere, he a lane. Now you must, you must stand. I'm not gonna move. I stand on my prayer life. I stand on going to church. I stand in my health. I stand. Being happy and joyful in the Lord. I stand. Amen. In the, ev- the evil day. All the days are evil. But there comes a time that at Lake Theo, the devil concentrate on you. Is it so? It can, it can be a month that you feel, my God, the freeds gave you in. Just fig the freeds. Now the stove give trouble. And we've got money for the month, it's fine. And here comes your husband, we need new tires. They say, oh my God, it seems the devil has our number. 
I'm telling you, it's an evil day. It's an evil. It's like when you fast, like Tuesday. You are fasting. Yeah, you get to work. They have a party, the cakes. It's an evil day. Halima with the dulcis and samosas. The cake is rolling. I say, "Ow!" Wow! What a shock! I'm speaking of an evil day. I mean, I went to pastors' uh, gatherings when we fast. The curry. Now you tell some, don't you eat it? No. We're fasting. Oh, shame on you. I said, I'm the leader. I can never be like that. No, Edgar, man. Say, let us see, lekker fully. Us will nog nendo zoek to gaan. Because the deep pastors, my God, whoever take unto you the whole arm, which, and having, can you see the, and having done all to stand. Is that the fourth time? That's the third time. Look at verse. Now we can go to the New American Standard, verse 14. Now I'm reading through them, and I'll just point out, but I'll give you it. In birth form. Hallelujah. Stand firm therefore. Now this is Paul watching a Roman soldier. And he says we must be so. Gird. Having gird your loins with truth. Other words a belt around your waist. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Cover your heart further. Having shot your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, you've got a certain boot on as a soldier. Amen. With spikes, a boot, you're not slippery. Verse, in addition to all, take up the shield of faith. That's a shield with which you will put out all flaming darts of the evil one. Do you see there? Verse 16, the word is... Arrows. The devil say, I'm shooting at his mind. Arrows. Hey. Next. And take him the helmet of salvation. And the sword of the spirit. The helmet is to cover your head. The sword of the spirit is to fight. Which is the word of God. It's a terrible thing that they don't even know. Because if you want to be a soldier, your sickness comes. The devil will tell you at night, your appendix is going to burst. He begins at 2 o'clock in the night. 4 o'clock later, he's always wakker with that pain. 5 o'clock. He said, you don't have to eat a half an hour to sleep. <laughs> Listen, I speak out of experience. 
The next day you ask somebody, what side are your appendix? There the devil fooled you the whole night. It's not on that side. Your appendix is on the other side. So he said, Zay devil, take my heel on. You kept me a whole night away. Listen, I'm telling you the truth. And he will tell you, don't tell anybody. You will look a fool through the night. Don't tell people that you. But say, I need a soldier, he said. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> wow. Verse 18. Here is the, the, this is the seventh weapon. And with all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the spirit. Amen. And then let's read verse 19. Hallelujah. Make verse 20 because I'm rushing. For which I am an ambassador in chains. The last weapon is you're an ambassador. Let's run through it. Number one. Cover your head with the helmet of salvation. It just means you must be sure you're saved. Absolutely sure you're saved. Hallelujah. Don't doubt your salvation. John 10 will say, I'm in the hand of the Lord and I'm in the hand of God. Nothing can pluck me out of his hand. Romans chapter 8 verse 1, there's no condemnation. For those who are in Christ Jesus. First John chapter 4 verse 5. Greater is he who is in you. I am saved. Why? As you become a soldier. The first thing the devil will tell. Is he a kind of God? People testify how good God is. Why not to you? It seems you are not saved. Put on the helmet of salvation. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Secondly, the breastplate. You can just put, you can go and look it up. The breastplate cover your breast, your breast, your heart. You must have a heart for righteousness. Amen. 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 Can I describe it? Here comes Christmas again or what? Here comes a guy, Dulux paint. Say with 25 liters of three of sivo on the run. I say, Pastor, the price is right. The price is right. I just want 150 rand. Why? Where did you get this? Now you see um, a truck uh, roll and I picked up. You know this is stolen. Now before you buy it, you know, the people in the road saw him coming in there by you. So you first go out by the gate and look down, up and down the street. So, okay. What, what, what's the 150? I've got only 120 for you. 
Now you negotiate. He said, okay, pastor. You must have a heart for righteousness. After two weeks, you open to paint. It's a cheap paint. It's not Dulux. It deceived you. My God. Do, do you get the, 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 the gist, the, the, what I'm saying? Have a heart for Tommy, one day, here by the, here by the, the butchery here, this guy played goal, go soccer with my brother. He's the butcher. I buy meat there by him. Say it's uh, 70 rand. He said to me, I have to go pay there. He said, I'll write 30 rand. You, 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 you just slip the, the, the 40 rand to me. I said, my God. Father said, no. He said, not 40, just 20. I said to him, no, you don't do this to me. Oh, there's Raiden. These guys, they have to change your wheels. And this is the price for that, that. While he's lying under the car. He says, how much money do you have? He's lying, he's, he's busy working on your car. Just pay them that. Tell, don't tell them I did the bearings and all of that. Just tell them that. The breastplate of righteousness. Wow. Do you have it? Hallelujah. Number three. The belt of truth. You must love the truth. And nothing more than the truth. Just the truth. In, in a court of law they say put your hand on the Bible. I'll speak nothing. I'll speak the truth. And nothing but the truth. You must love the truth. Amen. The belt. If if. If you, my, I don't want to make that example. But if you don't have a belt on, you can get embarrassed very easily. Is it so? Like the man of God says, the, the brother is overweight. He says, while we pray for you to become slender, please hold on to your belt. Because when we open our eyes, we don't want to see your pencils on the floor. What a shock. <laughs> but your belt keep your shirt, your, your, your veil, everything intact. The belt of truth. Love the truth. Hey, if you've lied to somebody, you must remember the lie. Amen. Like last year, this person said, my grandma passed away. I must be at the funeral. A year after that, he forgot. He said, I want to be at the funeral of my... The boss said, look here, your grandma passed away last year. He says, oh, I forgot. <laughs> Amen. Are we... But number four, boots... Amen. What does it say? 
In other words, you must always be ready to preach the gospel. Amen. You must always be ready to speak about Jesus. Preparation of the gospel. The gospel brings peace between a sinner and God. Amen. And it's boots, eh? Number five, I'll be now through. The shield that puts out the firing darts of Satan. Can I describe to you what that means? Is the devil fights you with arrows, wrong thoughts. Say, can you not dance to it? Can you not see this movie? Now you have to fight that arrow. You have to say, the Bible says so. The word of God. Or the devil tells you something bad about yourself. Or you heard somebody said, say, Nisazaram Platyong. He's got a flat nose. She said, Wie is David so gesaid? You can sleep the whole night with a pig like that. <laughs> Tomorrow morning, if you take it off, <laughs> say, the Lord has made me like this. Say me the hoonies. Say can you see discerning. I'm just trying to say, when people speak bad things, Say, is her unfit? They say, oh my God. I thought I'm slant. Therefore, I've got a mirror. It's, always, it's a mirror. What is Hey! As a guy, it comes. Praise God of his spot. Hallelujah. But I'm speaking of negative things. It's like a, it's like a dart. Goeie iemand. Wow. Vannig gaan sy aan die ander kar kree. Sy bly met die kar. En het stik vast hoor. Sy sikkel om het uit te kree. Hey, the accuser kan jou heel nacht besig hou. Heel nacht. He want to press you right through the bed. Shield of faith. God don't say that about me. Amen. Are you ready? Pray two more and then we throw. Oh, number six. The sword of the spirit. The sword of the spirit. Matthew chapter four. Jesus said, it is written. God says this. God said that. Amen. Quote the scriptures. When you become sick, you say, I'm healed through the wounds of Jesus. I reject the sickness. The Lord touched my blood. The Lord heals my mind. In the name of Jesus, I am healed. The devil says, look how poor you are. You say, my God, I would have been far more poorer if I serve you. And I'm not poor. I'm rich in Christ. Number seven. Praying, praying in tongues, praying in the spirit. Why praying in tongues is the perfect one, number seven. It's anything that came through the armor. You pray it out to God. 
and the eighth one, I'm an ambassador in the embassy of God. An ambassador means God's army is on my side. If you're an ambassador in Ukraine or in uh, England, for South Africa, the army, the military might is on your side. Hallelujah. You must believe I'm in God's embassy. In other words, the devil has no the other countries' laws don't work here in this embassy. Satan, you have no place in the house of God. Last thing I need to say and then we pray. Nothing is there for your back to cover. Did you see? Two reasons. Your brother must cover your back. The second reason is you never turn your back to the devil. Amen. You never back off. You never backslide. You, hey, when you come into a house, open the gate, here comes a vicious dog. The worst thing you can do is to turn around and run. Then is, but if you, if you go to the gate like this, you have a good chance. Amen. But you never give your back to the enemy. Praise God. Can we stand please? Give the Lord praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to his name. You must listen to this preaching again and again. Lift up your hands. And let's pray for two, three minutes in tongues. Koramarita rabu buraba rabu raba rabanda. Shabama marita rabu buraba raba raba rabanda. Shababa baraba raba rabu rubu raba rabinda rabu buruta. This is one of the weapons. Speaking in tongues is one of the weapons. Korabarama raba rabu rubu raba raba rabanda. Mara mara mura bara 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 buru bundo shura barita rabu bara 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 banda mara mara muru buru bara 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 banda ara bara bara buru buru bundo bara banda shababa bara bara buru bara bara buru bunda shababa Marabura baraburu bura baraburu buru bunda shalabara baraburu bura bara just pray pray release your spirit man god make me a soldier god make me a soldier god make me a soldier a soldier that can stand my ground a soldier that can stand my ground especially in the evil day especially in the evil day especially in the evil day i will stand my ground i will stand my ground thank you for the weapons of defense koramarita raburabarabamba maramurabaraburuburubundo shuruburuburuburuburubundo koramarita raburabaraburubundo one more minute, one more minute. 
We put on the belt of truth. We take up the shield of the Spirit. We take up the breastplate. We take up, O oh God, the helmet. We are not ignorant. We are not ignorant of your schemes, Satan. We are not ignorant of your schemes. Hallelujah. Say, thank you, Lord God. I'm becoming a soldier. I take up the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes to preach the gospel, the shield of faith, the sword of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I pray in the Spirit. I am an ambassador in God's embassy. I bless you, O God. In Jesus' name, give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. Close your eyes. Is there anybody who want to give his life to the Lord? You may raise your hand and we will pray for you.
anyone do so quickly say I want to become born again I don't want to go to hell is there anybody like that that's your choice let's pray this prayer of blessing over us I am blessed the favor of God is upon me the angels of the Lord they are with me I'm blessed and I'm protected. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. Thank you that hell will never see me. I am a born again child of God. I believe the word of God. I rebuke the spirit of fear. The spirit of a coward. I reject it in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your blessings upon our church, upon our pastors, in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord praise. Thank you very much. God bless you.